He may not do it the way you wanted him to do it. He may not do it how you wanted him to do it. He may not do it when you want him to do it. But he is faithful and will do it. You're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor and author James Ford, Jr., Senior Pastor of Christ Bible Church in Chicago. I'm Steve Hiller, and glad that you've joined us today as we continue to look at Hebrews chapter 11 and the whole idea of when things don't go my way. As Pastor Ford just reminded us, very often God doesn't work the way that we expect Him to work or want Him to work, but He does work, and He is faithful to accomplish His purposes. But I know that can be tough to remember when we're going through some trying times of life where you find yourself in a situation and you see absolutely no way in your own power that this is going to work out in a positive way. But if your life looks anything like mine, there are times that you can look back and you can see how God was at work to meet a need, maybe even before you were aware that you were going to have that need. And he was at work just aligning things so that as that need arose in your life, as you began to think about it, work at it, and pray about it, God allowed that to work out in a way that ultimately looked nothing like you thought, was nothing along maybe the timeline that you had in mind, but it worked out in a way that absolutely blew your mind. And you got to see God at work. And one of the great things about those times of life is then the next time, we face one of those trials or one of those situations where you don't see how things can possibly work out, we get to look back and see how God faithfully met the need before. And I think that gives us a confidence and our faith is strengthened as we face that current need. Well, that's what we look at in today's message. So join us in Hebrews chapter 11 as we continue when things don't go my way. Here is Pastor Ford. We need some Job faith. Job 13, 15. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. My body's racked with pain, yet will I trust him. My kids aren't acting right, yet will I trust him. Marriage ain't going the way I want it, yet will I trust him. Job just downsized and lost mine, yet will I trust him. Just got my divorce papers, but yet I will trust him. Yet, yet, yet. Yet, in spite of, not because of. Uh, That's what he's trying to get us to see. When things don't go my way, it will not undermine my confidence in Jesus the Christ, the Son of the living God, the fullness of the Godhead bodily, Colossians 2, 9 and 10. You remember our friends, I like to call them by their Hebrew names, Hananiah, Azariah, and Mishael? otherwise known as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Remember what happened in Daniel chapter 3, 63? Turn there real quick. Turn there real quick. Daniel chapter 3. Look look at Daniel chapter 3. Now, you remember what was happening in Daniel. Nebuchadnezzar now has got what we call a theo-ego. He didn't know that there are, are two things everybody needs to know. Number one, there is a God. Number two, you ain't him. And so he has a theo-ego. Based on a dream, God placed him and made him the head of gold. He's an absolute dictator. Doesn't take any orders from anybody. So he's the head of gold. And so he, he builds the, the, the idol 
and wants everybody to bow. Bow or burn. Now, there were some folk who came and said, oh, king, you got some people in your kingdom that will not bow. Now, my question is how they know that. If you bowing, when everybody else is bowing, how you know what somebody, you know, you know, you, you know, I didn't get a chance to talk about this this morning, but you know, you, you know, you know, you know everybody's business. How you finding out all this stuff that you finding out? You know, so-and-so, so-and-so. My mama told me this way, uh, uh, Pastor Green, if you bring a bone, you'll carry a bone. Man, and so, some of y'all know way too much about way too many people. Well, watch him, watch him. Why well, you know, watch him. How you know that? And so notice what they say. We will not bow. And it's very powerful. Why? Because here's what they're saying. We would rather not bow and burn in the fires of Nebuchadnezzar than to bow and to burn in the fires of hell. That's what they're saying. We're not going to bow. And so listen to this. It breaks in the text, verse 16. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. In other words, we, we, don't, we, we, we don't have to think about it. We, we don't have to reflect on it. We're not going to back up. We're not going to shut up. We're not going to let up. We're going to come right out and tell you just like a T.I. is. You know, we're going to tell the truth, shame the devil. If so be, if it be so, that's how we know they were brothers, if it be so. Our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thy hand, O king. But if not, let it be known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image that was set up. See what he's saying? Even if things don't go my way, I'm not bowing. And I'm telling you, that's what we need. We need individuals who will not bow. <laughs> That's what we need. I'm telling you. And here's what I like about the Hebrew text. It says we, but then the word answered is singular. So you have a, a, a plural pronoun with a singular. I said verb, adjective. So what does that mean? We, all three, answered one. So either all three spoke at the same time or one spoke for all three. I think one spoke for all three. Let me tell you why. Because they decided, like Daniel, a long time ago. Remember Daniel 1.8? Daniel purposed up in his heart before he ever got. See, you got to make up your mind before it ever happens that whenever it does happen, I already made up my mind that I ain't going there. I'm not doing this. I'm not succumbing to this. I won't give in to this. I'm not, I'm not doing it. And so, uh, Hananiah, what you going to do, man? We in Rome, and when in Rome, do like the Romans. Well, you know what? I already got a word. This is what I'm going to obey. What about you, Azariah? Hey, I got the same word. That's what I'm, so that, okay, so then we have a common faith then. So whenever somebody asks you, uh, since we all link together like this, just tell them, hey, we, we, we rolling. This is my posse, and we all believe in God. And what happened? Jesus was in the fire with them. And the only thing that got burned was the ropes that the world put on them. You, you know, July 23rd, 1971, Hasbro, Mattel Hasbro, 
came up with an idea, an idea that became a very lucrative idea. Children loved them. They were called weebles. And they sold so many of them with a theme, and the theme was weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. And, and, and man, I, I, I said, I said, weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. Now, you know what we need? We need some weeble Christians. The storms of life and the winds of adversity are blowing. Uh, but Christians wobble, but they don't fall down. Though a righteous man falls seven times, he shall not be utterly cast down because the Lord will uphold him with his mighty hand. I'm in some financial difficulty, and it looked like I'm going to be uprooted, but, but, but the Lord is able to sustain me. Now, 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 weebles wobble. Yeah, there's going to be some wobbling, uh, but eventually uh, I'm going to be sturdy and steady. Uh, uh, let, me, let me just see something right now. Is there any sister in here that I can give this reminder to? You're going through something right now. I want to give you a weeble. I, I, every time, every time you, you have this weeble, I, I want you to think about the fact uh, that the weeble doesn't wobble because there's something on the inside of the weeble that's greater than what's on the outside of the weeble. So that whenever the forces that are on the outside of the weeble begin to come against the forces on the inside of, of the weeble, the weeble got to keep it real. Yes, I feel pain. Yes, I am hurt. Yes, I am disappointed. Oh, but weebles wobble, but I got something in me that always straightens me back up and the wobbling will be over pretty soon. And then boom, until something else comes along. And because of what I have and who I have in me, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I wobble, but then... I, I won't fall down. Yeah, you want to know why I won't fall down? Now under him, Jesus the Christ, who is able to keep me from falling and to present me faultless before his presence with exceeding joy to the only wise God, my Savior, be glory and dominion and majesty and might both now and forevermore. Hallelujah. Yeah, where my brothers is going through something. Where my brother? I need a brother. Brother, you going through something. Good. Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. You say, what's your point? The point is this. Now, here's what we'll see next week. So just act like you didn't hear it. I got to give it to you in a nutshell. It says they looked afar off. So the second point is keep the goal in sight or keep your eyes on the prize. We can get to it. But, but here's what they say. Keeping their eyes on the promises. Now, now here's, what, here's what the bottom line is. Why were they satisfied with this fact that they did not get what God had told them they were going to get? Because they understood that God was saying it wouldn't happen immediately, but it would happen ultimately. That's why they were passing the baton of faith. There are some things that this church will not accomplish that God promised me they won't do it in my lifetime. It'll be Richie. And some of them won't be done in Richie's lifetime. It'll be whoever the next pastor is. Yeah, but I know it's going to happen. I'll be looking over the paramounts of heaven saying, all right, he said it. Look at it. Amen. That is a great reminder, isn't it, that God's timeline very often looks nothing like ours. Well, you're listening to a message entitled, When Things Don't Go My Way, from Hebrews chapter 11. And we're going to get back to this teaching in just a moment. You know, 
Pastor Ford has been faithfully teaching the Word of God for years on the radio. And I know that just from the letters and the emails and the, the comments we get from listeners around the country, it's making a difference in the lives of those who tune in. And we'd love to hear your story. Like recently, we heard from a, a woman named Janet in the Chicago area who writes, Having your podcasts, such as the one I listen to for Treasure Truth, has been helpful in leading my unsaved husband toward Christ. He's not there yet, but at least he'll listen to a podcast with me. And by doing so, I pray that he's going to come to know Christ as his Lord and Savior. So thank you, Moody, for all that you do. Well, Janet, thanks for your notes. And we'd love to know how the Lord may be using Pastor Ford's teaching and Moody Radio in your life. You can uh, give us your feedback when you come to our website, treasuredtruthradio.org, also through social media like Facebook or Twitter. And just a great reminder from Janet that you can always listen to programs on demand through the Moody Radio app or by podcasting programs. You can do this one when you come to our website, treasuredtruthradio.org. Back to the message. Here's Pastor Ford. But ultimately, let me tell you what he's looking through. John 8, Abraham rejoiced to see my day. And he saw it. Now, wait a minute, God, you just said he saw your day. Why do you have to come back and say he saw it? Because he uses two different words for see. He saw it, bam. He saw it, bam. That Abraham saw that all the promises weren't wrapped up in things, but was wrapped up in the person of Jesus Christ. That he understood if you get the house, it's going to get old. Yeah. It was a blessing to us seven years when we walked into it. But right now, I've got to replace the light in my kitchen that costs 79 bucks. The vehicle I bought four years ago was really nice. Now I'm getting at the end of the payments and stuff is going wrong. This suit was sharp when I first got it. It's been sewn a couple times. You understand what I'm saying? I had some money, now I don't have any. But I tell you something you can never take away from me, Jesus. I'll tell you as long as I got him, I got everything I need, Jesus. I'm telling you that the prize, the catch is Jesus. It's not that woman you want. It's not that man you're trying to get. It's Jesus. And whenever you hook up with him, boy, he says, come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly of heart. You shall find rest unto your soul. I got to quit. I got to quit. But let me tell you this. I meet with these preachers. And uh, I tell them, in homiletics, I teach there's only two kinds of preachers, a concept preacher and a concrete preacher. I'm a concrete preacher. That is, every word I try to go by, say, come here. Now, you know that the grass withers and the flower fades, but I'm a word that lasts forever. You got to say something about me. You just can't, just can't walk past me. Sometimes I'm doing a text like that. One word will, will call me back from a message way back when and say, you miss me. Come back and say something about me. Why? Because every word is inspired, you know? And so it's hard, it's hard, it's hard on a brother to walk past some of that kind of stuff, you know? But I said, you know what? As long as he keeps giving us next Sunday, ain't used to me trying to finish this. And I said, I'm done with saying, okay, this is as far as I'm going to go, and here's the point. No, no, no. I'm just going to go ahead and preach. 
until it's time to stop and then pick it up where it left off. Amen. So this is a six-point series all by itself if it goes like this. <laughs> now, here's my point. Let me close. I don't get involved in ventures generally because if, if it involves me because I'm a pastor. And so I have to feel like I'm feeding the sheep, not fleecing them. But because of a deal that came up to help somebody else who's been a great blessing to our church, they got involved in it and said, would you get into this? No, nah, I don't do that kind of stuff. But because of who it was, I said, okay, I'll help you out. Then I start, you know, recruiting people and all that, and, and I just couldn't do it. I said, you know, no, wait a minute. I can't go to my congregation and telling them about being in a business and them paying money for it. No, even though my idea was, hey, if it works out, we'll, we'll help pay off the sanctuary. So what I did was, everybody that I recruited for that thing, I gave them back their money, everybody that would accept it. And I got my son in it. I, of course, I didn't offer his money. But uh, he decided then to get me into something. He said, I got a guy, Dad. You got to get this franchise. What is it? Noni juice. I said, Noni, what is noni juice? He said, man, you got to come to the man that I'm telling you. You got to listen to this guy. So he brings me in to listen to this guy. And so, you know, I told him, I said, man, I'm, I'm even getting out of this thing, you know, so, you know, I don't know. He said, listen to it. So he says, uh, guy comes, he says, look, this is the elixir of the gods. Well, that turned me off right then and there, you know. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, because that says to me, you're going to charge a high price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, he says, uh, this is elixir. He said, let me tell you about it. He said, noni juice has been hid to most of the world. It, it comes from Tahiti, so the Polynesian people had a monopoly on it. But then they began to export it. You gotta know the properties of it. And he, lists, he gave me a list with 70 properties of noni juice and what it can cure, including cancer. He said, but the central thing that noni juice does is it cleanses the blood and purifies the blood. Because the purer the blood, the healthier the body. I said, go ahead. He said, now, noni, noni juice comes from a tree. But the tree doesn't produce fruit until the third generation. In the third generation, you will know by the leaves that the berries are ready so you cut the tree so the resin would leak. You take the resin from the tree and the fruit and mix it, crushing the berry, getting the juice. And then he said to me, you know what noni means? I said, no, but I want to know. He said it means the gift of God. I mean, the, the heavens declare the glory of God and the earth shows forth his hand. He's talking to me and my son sees my eyes getting big. I reach in and pull out my pencil and I start writing. He said, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Okay, dad, you got to hook me up. Now, I can't see how you're going to work. Now, I know gift of God, but what you, I said, well, look, think what he said. It belonged to a group of people uh, who it was endemic to them. So Jesus was Jewish. 
Yeah, Jesus was Jewish. And so salvation is of the Jews, the Bible said. And so he was there and they exported him, uh, their Messiah, to the world. And there were three generations involved, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And he went to a tree called Calvary, and the tree was cut. Out of his side came blood and water. The Bible says he was bruised for our iniquities. And so the blood for redemption and the water for cleansing. And then he came together for God so loved the world that he gave us the gift of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. He's my noni juice. I'm already in the franchise. Don't worry about it because I've got the water of life and his blood has cleansed me. But his blood just doesn't do or cleanse me from sin, but it makes a healthy body because when I go before heaven, God is not going to be looking at my righteousness because all my righteousness is as filthy rags. But when he sees the blood that has cleansed me, the blood of Jesus Christ, that sets me free. He'll say, come in because of the gift of God, my knowing. Ha <laughs> ha. When things don't go your way, keep on trusting Jesus. Put your hand in the hand of the man from Galilee. You'll never go wrong He'll never let you down. He may not do it the way you wanted him to do it. He may not do it how you wanted him to do it. He may not do it when you want him to do it. But he is faithful and will do it. What a great reminder from Pastor Ford today. He is worthy of our faith and of our trust even when we don't see the way forward. Well, you're listening to Treasure Truth with Pastor James Ford Jr. And if you're confused or you're troubled about the future, maybe you're wondering if God's going to come through or not, well, he can minister to us a number of different ways. You know, sometimes that's through friends or sermons or songs, or of course, he speaks through his word. And to hear his voice, we have to do our part by reading and studying the Bible. And we'd like to send you a book that can help you get the most out of your time in God's Word by equipping you with basic tools of interpretation. It's called Making Sense of the Bible, and it's written by David Whitehead. As you read David's book, you're going to discover the same principles of Bible study that Pastor Ford and other seasoned Bible teachers use, the same principles that are taught in seminaries and Bible schools across the country, and you'll learn how to apply them in your own quiet time. To request your copy of Making Sense of the Bible, Contact Moody Radio with a gift of any amount. Our toll-free number is 888-644-7660. Or you can go online to treasuretruthradio.org or even send a check. Our address is Treasure Truth Radio, 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. Well, author David Whitehead is the creator of the Daily Bible Verse website. And his book includes a study plan for reading through the Bible in a year. So you can support Moody Radio with a gift of any amount and request a copy of his book, Making Sense of the Bible. Again, our number is 888-644-7660 or go online to treasuretruthradio.org. Our producer is Amy Rios. I'm Steve Hiller, and I hope you'll listen again Monday when Pastor Ford returns here on Treasure Truth. 
a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.